the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. As this election is heating up, it seems that all roads lead to Pennsylvania. Last evening, anti-cop rioters, that is the correct description, have injured 30 Philadelphia police officers while one remains hospitalized. Uh, Doctors treated and released 29 other officers besides the one that is hospitalized. One police sergeant, 56-year-old female, sustained a broken leg after being run down by a large black pickup truck. That is BLM. That is Joe Biden's base. The driver appeared to intentionally plow through a line of police officers attempting to block off a street from rioters. Now, let's do a little flashback. Don Lemon on August 25th. This is what started to make this race close. And we are still living off of the margins of the race because of the rioting base of the Democrat Party. Let's play cut 14. I do think that uh, this what you said was happening in Kenosha is a Rorschach test for the entire country. And I think this is a blind spot for Democrats. I think Democrats are ignoring this problem or hoping that it will go away. Chris, as you know, and I know, it's showing up in the polling. Mm-hmm. It's showing up in focus groups. It is the only thing, it is the only thing right now that is sticking. Now, mind you, they didn't care about the rioting because black businesses are being burnt down or cities became dangerous. It's the only thing that was sticking. A New York Times report says the following, quote, troubling for Mr. Biden in a different way is the fact that he has not yet matched Hillary Clinton's share of support in Philadelphia proper. Averaging the results of two recent polls, Joe Biden has the backing of 73 percent of Philadelphia voters, down from 83 percent for Hillary Clinton in 2016. According to the Times-Siena poll, Mr. Trump was supported by 24 percent of Philadelphians, nine points ahead of his exit poll numbers in 2016. So President Trump's coalition is going to look different this cycle than it did in 2016. If we believe that you cannot win the White House without a combination of Arizona and Pennsylvania, that you also need Ohio and Iowa, North Carolina and Florida, how are we going to win Pennsylvania? Well, there's a great piece out in the Washington, po- uh, Washington Examiner, I'm sorry, that says, where's Trump's 2020 coalition must come from in Pennsylvania? It talks about when people usually think of Washington County, they often think of it as a wealthy northern affluent suburb. This is by Selena Zito, a national political reporter for the Washington Examiner. However, if you understand the complexities of Pennsylvania, President Donald Trump has to run up the score in some of these more oil, natural gas fracking counties. President Trump and the Trump campaign have done a great job with voter registration in many of these counties. Now, the question will be, how will the suburbs of Philadelphia 
vote for the president? Will the suburbs of Philadelphia at least replicate the type of support um, back in 2016, or will it be a little bit down? But President Trump will do very well in the central part of the states. And so there's there's another question, though, that needs to be asked, which is, will Joe Biden's continual pandering to the oil and natural gas abolitionists play a role? Now, remember, in 2016, Donald Trump only won Pennsylvania by 44,000 votes out of 6 million total votes cast. Hillary Clinton won all of the large urban population counties of Philadelphia, Allegheny, Montgomery, and Delaware, as well as the Philadelphia ring counties of Bucks, Chester, and Lehigh. Hillary Clinton barely carried Center County, home of State College, and Monroe County, where a large population of New Yorkers live. And But since then, though, Voters in the counties that matter have been rewarding Trump's performance by switching their voter registration from Democrat to Republican in absolutely amazing numbers. And so you kind of put all this together. You can start to see how President Trump has a very clear path through Pennsylvania. Let's go to cut 16. My friend Donald Trump Jr. I think says this best that when people actually hear this message, President Trump does quite well. Play cut 16. Listen, I think it's just about getting out there. When people hear our message, uh, we win. Uh, That's a no-brainer. Donald Trump's record of accomplishment is unprecedented in the U.S. presidency. But what we're up against is a mainstream media and a social media complex that's literally trying to censor real news from getting to people. They are just totally in the pocket of the Democrats. They are doing whatever they can to fight for them. One X factor, as we have been talking about repeatedly here on The Charlie Kirk Show, is where will the black vote end up? And we are seeing very positive signs that the black community is going to trust President Trump with their vote more so than any other Republican since Ronald Reagan, if not Richard Nixon. Let's play cut 19 of a pastor on MSNBC saying exactly that. Play cut 19. So I've got the Reverend John Coates here. He is the local pastor. And we are standing, Pastor, and thank you for being here, outside the Black Voices Community Center. There's another one in Cleveland. Millions of dollars by the Trump campaign put into this. But does it make a difference? It does make a difference. For the first time, to my remembrance, over the last 30 to 40 years, that a Republican presidential candidate is doing an aggressive outreach in the black community as far as even establishing centers, outreach centers in urban major cities across America. You're going to see this materialize favorably for President Trump. So I I don't think that President Trump's path to victory is going to be winning Ohio by 13 or 14 points. I think President Trump's victory is going to be narrow, strategic, agile and specific. It's going to be a one of the most diverse coalitions ever for a president. On the Republican side. It's going to take 20 to 25 percent in urban areas, which it shows that he's trending. It's going to take kind of young black voters to reject Joe Biden and not believe that he's the answer and either vote third party. It's going to take an enthused rural base and also the white working class that lives in between 50 to $60,000 a year in kind of in between the rural and suburbs, but they are not yet completely in the rural communities, but they live kind of more on the outskirts of some of the suburban areas of Pennsylvania. They have to show up in massive numbers. And so 
President Donald Trump is closing this race very strong. Uh, President Donald Trump just yesterday did three events in Pennsylvania. He is doing an event in Michigan, Wisconsin, and then Omaha, Nebraska today. And very interestingly, when we were doing our program yesterday, we said that Joe Biden called an entire lid on the day. But surprisingly, Joe Biden submitted paperwork for a flight plan, got on a private jet and flew to Pennsylvania and did an event yesterday in Pennsylvania where he was just kind of meandering and complaining endlessly against Donald Trump. Because of that, he the reason he did that is he started to see his internal polling collapsing in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, actually, I think he might have drove to Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm confusing that with, I think, Kamala Harris. But he is starting to see his internal polling collapse in Pennsylvania for good reason. You must campaign in a state to win a state. That would be considered political normality a decade ago. But the more President Trump is going to treat this presidential race like he's running for governor of Pennsylvania, the higher likelihood he can win the White House. And early voting in many of these states is nowhere near where the Democrats need it to be. We are on pace for record turnout. But there is no evidence to show whatsoever that Republicans are anything but enthused and energized and ready to show up. And then you put on top of that the fact that police officers are being hospitalized in inner cities. You want to all of a sudden terrify the suburbs to vote for Donald Trump. This is how you have BLM Incorporated burning the streets burning cop cars of Philadelphia. This could not come at a worse time for Joe Biden and his campaign. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The 2020 election is now before us. I didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2016, but I've already voted for Donald Trump in 2020. Four years ago, I made an argument against him based on character. I still believe in the necessity of character for public office, but I've had to think more deeply about how character is evaluated in a given historic context. In 2016, I doubted that Donald Trump would fulfill his campaign promises about the sanctity of life. I was wrong. In his first term, President Trump has staked his place in history, defied the accommodationist temptation, and given pro-life Americans more than any other president. I voted for and I hope for the election of Donald Trump and the Republican ticket for a second term. I also hope for a continued Republican majority in the United States Senate. I do so precisely because of my convictions. May God bless the United States of America, and may this nation bless the nations of the world. I'm Albert Moeller. 